Yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to the best podcast ever, dude. We're kind of we're kind of fidgeting right now. We're kind of shy because for the first time, we we truly have camera now. Like Daniel's on it, I'm on it. We're trying to figure this whole thing out, and this is a whole new setup. But we figure we start the new year off strong, right? Right. right. Yeah, it's a low budget production. We got two iPhones, <laughs> but I mean, iPhone 13, man, I think it gets the job done. Yeah. But it's been a while since we've been together, Jeremy. Dude, literally, it's we haven't seen each other since last year. <laughs> That's true. For a second, I was like, wait, what? But then it's, it's right <laughs> since uh, I think it was the week of Thanksgiving, actually. Yeah, yeah. We, we dipped out. We were trying to figure out how to handle the holidays and we couldn't secure any guests because everyone else is trying to like, you know, see their own families and stuff too. Yeah. But we figured we take the time off, recalibrate and also work on this new thing we got. Can we talk about that for a yeah, sec? Yeah, do it. Camera, show uh, Jeremy's t-shirt <laughs> on right there. We finally got a new piece. Yo, describe it. I'll, I'll be the model. Yeah, yeah. So pretty much this is a piece that we've been working on since I want to say like... August or September. Yeah. And uh, this is a vintage washed and distressed tea. Yeah. And then we took a different approach to this one. Uh, instead of like your traditional regular teas, we uh, completely did a 180 and ended up doing something a little bit more, I guess you could say street wear in a sense. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like uh, heavier weight. Um, the fit is a little bit more oversized. And in today's culture, they like to call it pump covers. And oh. so, you know, like TikTok, just, they here, I'll stand up. Yeah, Hopefully sure. don't mess the setup. Sure, sure. So you have, yeah, so you have this amazing model right here. He's wearing a size large and on the front, it boasts a uh, Winners Collective logo. And then on the back, we have the underdogs and then the motto, which is be the 20, move the 80. And uh, pretty much we wanted to release this as almost like a podcast special too, right? Because yeah. it's a new year. Because honestly, the word underdog resonated with us a ton simply because of our guests. Like a lot of them, if you know about them and if you've seen them around, like it, they just look like they're at the very top of their careers, at the top of their peaks. But when you get to like actually know these people and you hear their stories, it's a completely different thing. And you realize like they're more human than like what you have thought. Right. And a lot of their stories just make everything feel that much more tangible. And as uh -huh. soon as Daniel said underdogs, I was like, that's, that's exactly it. That's exactly who we're bringing on like for every episode. Right. Cause it's kind of like the underdog story. Right? Yeah. 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 And so for anybody who's been asking the piece should probably launch what you want to say next week, hopefully if okay. we can get everything done by the time you're hearing this podcast, if there is no products photo, the piece will be there. So po podcast <laughs> special, we will literally put like a blank t-shirt, but because you're watching this and you know what's up right now, like that shirt is this shirt. And if everyone on the podcast secures one and we're out of stock before we even get the product photos out, then you know what they say, you snooze, you lose, yeah, like yeah. literally. But we're gonna do our best to get product photos, but if not, just the heads up for you guys to know, if you see a mystery product, it is this one podcast special. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's the update with that. But, you know, going into a, a different topic now, like I haven't seen you, Jeremy, since the holidays. So, I mean, update me, man. Like what's new? What have you been working on? Um, you know, is there anything that you want to share with our podcast guests? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know where to start. I feel like I'm always all over the place, but like mm -hmm. one thing I've done that's completely different. It sounds kind of lame when you look at it from the big picture, but mm -hmm. I started reading books. Okay. And to yeah. me, this is really important because after I graduated college, so that's about like five, six years now, I just never touched another textbook, never like nothing. Like even yeah. if I get envelopes in the mail, like I just skim it and just toss it. I don't even, I don't like to read. <laughs> <laughs> but Hopefully like, it's not bills. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like if it says bill, like, oh. but yeah, like what I've come to realize is like, it's not that I don't enjoy reading it was i didn't like what i was reading in college okay so like biology like you know it's not as interesting or like a big ass book of like calculus like that's right. not too interesting but i started reading like self-help books and all of this other stuff so mm. the first one i got into was start with why okay and that was actually a recommendation from viet so right, shout right. out viet but that book just kind of set the tone and i was like i actually like reading this and it's, it's like 300 pages, I believe, but oh, I just, wow. I, I like, I breezed through that and I didn't even realize like I finished all, all of it and I was just so excited to like 
wow, I understand myself a little more and I yeah. understand like what I want to do next. And then on top of that, like that led to another book. So I read uh, Atomic Habits. Okay. And that was something I wanted to dive into today later sure, in the podcast sure. where I think like we can just talk about like what we can do better and like things just how like these little habits can actually compound and just like lead right. to something else later too. For sure. But yeah, it sounds simple, but I feel like it really got my like head going. Yeah. With just the whole process of reading. Right. How about you, man? Yeah. So sorry, before I answer your question. So yeah. is that kind of what impacted, because I've been seeing, you know, your different social media posts too. And then I see yeah, it's yeah. taken a little bit more of like a motivational, inspirational type yeah. of approach. And so yeah. was that inspired by kind of like the books you've read? A hundred percent. Okay. And if I bring it all home, I'm going to be honest. So you guys hear this first, like the content and the, the type of stuff I was producing, I was no longer proud of okay. because like, I would look at my page and just be like, dude, what am I doing? It's like, you know, yeah. it's like a shirtless uh, workout photo, which, you know, in a sense could be like motivating by itself. Mm -hmm. But I realized like over the years, I became less and less proud of sharing my actual platforms. Gotcha. And that was like a subconscious thing. It wasn't like mm -hmm. a one day I woke up and I was like, I don't like this. It was like... Right. I never wanted to be like, hey, yeah, my Insta is at Jeremy SRY. Yeah, like, yeah. I just was not excited to share it. And I remember in the past when I had like 5,000 followers, like yeah. I was all about it. Like I loved right. what I was producing. I loved what I was sharing. So mm. for me, that was like a red flag of like, you know, I need to do something different and I need to start creating things that I actually enjoy. Right. Even though it may like take a hit via social like media statistics and right, right. whatever like even if the likes go down the views go down like i feel like there's a special audience out there for me that enjoys the type of stuff i put out right and will enjoy like the new motivational style pieces that really resonate with me like as of right now right right and i think that's completely okay to kind of have like that identity crisis in a sense because yeah. I could just tell, like, when you talk to me about that, you sound so much more passionate than, <laughs> than before, you know, like, than last year. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, 2021, Jeremy, but then now 2022, as you were talking about the books, and then now this new approach to social media, there's a lot more enthusiasm. Yeah. And so, I, I think that's awesome, bro, and I've been noticing that for sure, and then when you brought up the books, I was like, okay, yeah, it kind of pieces together now. Yeah. So, that's dope, man. That's dope. Thank you, man. Yeah, I, I'm curious to see where it goes, but yeah. already, like, because just from like a, a comment standpoint, like uh -huh. looking at, like I always believe in like you get the energy that you put out mm -hmm. per se. Right. So when I was doing like the carousel workouts, it was great. But all the comments would be like, wow, hard eyes, hard eyes, heart, like whatever, you know, like lovey yeah. dovey faces. Yeah. But now like with these quotes, like I've seen people like write paragraphs, paragraphs yeah. and it's like, that resonates with me, you know, like when you hit me with three emojis, it's like, that's cool. It's yeah. interaction, engagement, whatever. But when you like take the time to actually like write a whole response in that fashion, right? it's like anyone, any human nature by anybody will like sit there and read yeah. and, and like tying it full circle. It's like, I enjoy reading that. Right, like when right. someone shares like their, their struggles or how they overcame something For or sure. how like this piece resonated with them, that's like this like, viral feedback loop for me is yeah. so contagious where I just like, all right, I want to do the next one. Like, right, oh, right. I have this idea in the back of my head. Like, I think this would resonate with other people too. Yeah. So it feels like way more sustainable. Yeah. And that's why we're hooked onto the podcast because it's the podcast is exactly what <laughs> Yo, you just said too. <laughs> yeah. But for sure, man, that's dope, man. That's a good way to start uh, 2022. Thank you, man. Yeah, but yeah, what about you, dude? Yeah. So for my end, uh, the holidays was a lot of uh, family time actually. Um, so pretty, pretty big news. Like my brother, he got engaged to Yo! his girlfriend. Yeah. So congrats to uh, my brother, Simon and Tiffany. And so that was like the big highlight of the holiday. So there was like the whole surprise engagement Yeah, yeah. and I uh, kind of helped out with that and uh, the meeting of the families. <laughs> but it was just kind of tough, obviously, because it's still COVID and like Omicron has just been going crazy. Yeah. So um, we did the best we could in terms of meeting uh, as much as we would have liked. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that was like the main thing in terms of like spending quality time. Um, but other than that, just spent the end of the year cleaning up old businesses and then um, kind of getting rid of some things that were just on autopilot, not really doing much. Yeah. And then um, starting a new venture, you know, which has yeah. been like the PT business that I, yeah. I talked to you about briefly before. Um, but other than that, man, I really just, spent time with family that's awesome you know? dude yeah, yeah. you so. really need that i like 
as like I just continue, you know, live in life, I realize like how important quality time with loved ones and just good company like really, really feels. Because right. it's like by the end of the day, it's like, what what do we all do this for? Yeah. You know, like what what's the point of like stressing over all these things if there's no rewards such as like family time and if there's right. no one to celebrate like your successes when yeah. you win these stresses it's like what is it for yeah yeah and the other crazy thing too i know i brought up to you before because obviously you know you've done the whole proposing and you know meeting the family and all that stuff it's just wild to think about how now our family got even bigger right and yeah. so now i have a sister-in-law who's now a part of our family and then the sister-in-law has a brother and then an older sister too yeah and it just felt really dope to kind of like experience that because yeah. um, like the engagement party we stayed there overnight and then the people who s- slept over was literally just like our the new family you know Dude. just like talking to them getting to know them yeah. better it was just a really cool uh great experience for sure and i haven't felt that in a long time you know like yeah. family time where even just like between like the younger not kids anymore but like the younger generation together yeah 100 yeah. percent. isn't it wild where it almost i don't know how your family like played out but like doesn't it feel like everyone kind of came from like a different walk of life almost? for sure it's just like what what perspective is that like what what do you do for work yeah and it's just like yeah. so interesting to like hear that for sure and it's it's funny because like my brother's uh career profession and then his fiance's is just completely different too and so it's definitely interesting to see when uh, two people come together like that and you know i'm excited for them hell yeah dude that's yeah. dope have you been like in touch with your sister-in-law a lot or? uh yeah so we yo definitely talk and see them pretty often mm-hmm. and then now like when they're in oc they hit me up. They're like, oh, are you busy? Are you doing stuff? Oh, that's nice, dude. Yeah. Granted, I'm always busy when they <laughs> ask me, but it, it's definitely nice of them. And then um, they always invite me up to LA, but it's just kind of a far drive. Yeah, and, yeah, I bet. And, you know, like during the weekdays, a bit hectic. Yeah. But I definitely want to, you know, spend more time with them yeah. and, you know, hang out and get to know them better. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about being busy. What are you doing right now that keeps you busy? And what do you want to like double down on and like really see through? Yeah. So for Jeremy knows because I talked to him briefly, but for the podcast listeners, uh, I kickstarted like a PT business, personal training, which I don't know why I didn't do it earlier, man. I've been so in love with fitness for like the last decade. And yeah. even when I moved to LA, man, like the majority of the people I met, I met them through fitness and yeah. they were like personal trainers. They were like bodybuilders. And so, um, I got, I studied for my certs last year and then I took the exams and then I passed it. And then, um, that kind of was the one thing I was trying to get before I officially started the business. Mm-hmm. And so now I started, um, it's called DKM Fit, DKF in oh, short. Oh, dope. Yeah. And so pretty much just trying to get clients for that. Yeah. And um, I've been also working to try to get like a private gym yeah. to, to work with. And then luckily I was able to do that uh, last week. Um, the gym's in Newport Beach. Mm-hmm. And so shout out Dale. Uh, he's been nothing but, you know, welcoming and super open to like let me use it and grow. Dope. And uh, Dale's a super nice dude. Like he always encourages me to, you know, try to find more clients, but also to use his gym for content because he knows like I'm trying to push, you know, TikTok a lot lately. And oh, okay. A little bit more Instagram and stuff too. Yeah. And so when the gyms are empty, I try to go and record stuff and, and things like that. And so that has been like the bulk of my time because you know it is like when you start a new business it's like it's starting takes, it up yeah yeah exactly the business documents you know the logo yeah doing all that stuff and so that's what i really focused on like the last month because i shut down a lot of my e-commerce businesses mm-hmm. and so now that that's out of the way you know it's winners collective 8020 series podcast pt Gotcha. You know, and so that's like the three main things that I'm now focusing on. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So for that fitness business, does COVID kind of scare you or not? Or like, cause it's, or are, are you online or are you in person exclusively? Like yeah. where is that? At? So mainly right now it's all in person. Gotcha. Um, like there were a few clients from LA cause I, I used to live in LA. Yeah, and, yeah. And so there were a couple people who were following me who asked me to PT them in the past, but I just had no time. So I told them I couldn't. Right. Um, but there's one person who was like, man, can you come to Pasadena and train me? But I was like, yeah. I'm sorry. Like, I just can't cause it's so far. Yeah. But then he was like, you know what? Can you do like coaching for me then? Like, I don't care. I'll pay it. Like, I just yeah. need help. 
And so I trialed it with him. And then, so I'm like doing that for him. And then I have in-person clients. Gotcha. But to answer your question, yeah, like COVID is definitely crazy right now. Um, I think what makes me feel a little bit better is that the gyms that I use for PT, it's like private gyms. Gotcha. And so there isn't too many people there. Like, right, right. If anything, there's maybe like three or four others. Yeah. But everybody's like socially distancing. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, in that sense, um, you know, I'm just trying to navigate around it, but yeah, it is, it is tough times right now for sure. Yeah. I bet. Like I've seen, it's wild because, uh, I think in a previous podcast that we did together, we were talking about like the wealth discrepancy where like, it feels like if you're like in the, in the bottom or middle class, it's harder to grow and the, the, the chances of growing are getting harder. But then if you're at the upper class, like it's just exponentially scaling and you're For seeing sure. like these people getting like now hyper rich, like yeah. there's like a web 3.0, yeah. there's like real estate investment and yeah. like Airbnb arbitrage. And it's just like, I'm not going to lie. Like I, I spent some time like looking into like these different things too. And it's like, dude, can I dabble in here? Or is yeah. there like an option over there? And For sure. It's like, it's wild. Cause I feel like now more than ever, we have to like take that time to learn or you kind of just get left behind and just, we got to see like where we can integrate, you know? Yeah. For sure. Yeah. That's it's a good like, point. I mean, we're always dealing with that, right? It's dude, like right? 24 hours in a day. What can we do? And to be honest, I think that's going to be different for everybody. Yeah. Just talking to other people too. Like there's some people who straight up told me like, Daniel, why are you dropping e-commerce for PT? Like, isn't it less money? Like, like, why would you do that? You know? But for me, it's more so now too. like 2022. One of my goals was to do one thing for business that makes me happy. And when I say that, it's like Winners Collective makes me happy. But you know that it's not super profitable right now. Right. right? And it's like, yeah, the, the happiness part might be there, right. but in terms of like, we all got to make money, we all got to pay the bills and stuff like that, you yeah. know? And so that's why the PT one, I was like, dude, I want to take a step away from e-commerce. Cause I did that for like three years. You know, I did it. Yeah. That's all I did during COVID bro. Quarantine. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, man, something about fitness, like to this day, the fact that I keep going every single day and like, it's, keep, it's just, it just makes sense. Right. That should have been your flag, dude. Yeah. I'm like, what, why am I not doing this? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So that's kind of like where I'm at, but you bring up a great point. Like there's a lot of things out there right now. Yeah. There, there is. Um, yeah. I'm just going to say that I'm really happy that you're starting to do things that make you happy. dude. Yeah. Like that's so hard to find. I mean, like, especially like how you were describing, uh, how I was describing like social media earlier with fitness yeah. it's like i kind of fell out of love with it yeah. and then i almost like started resenting like what i was doing i was like i don't like showing up for this anymore for sure. and i like it was time for like the switch up and stuff but to see you like in this newfound happy place just doing what you actually enjoy like that's amazing dude yeah yeah and i'm sure you could relate bro but it's just really awesome to see like for example like i have a client uh, his name's David, but at first he was hesitant about doing PT. He rarely went to the gym yeah. and he was like, oh, I don't want to go. He's like, all right, I'll start off. Like, let's just do once or twice a week. Yeah. And then now he's like, bro, I want to do four times a week. And then now he's like super amped up Yeah, yeah. and you could see him. Cause when you first walk into the gym, right? You're a little bit shy, timid, right. especially if it's your first time. Uh-huh. Now there's a little bit of confidence there. There's, you know, while he's doing bicep curl, he's like looking at himself in the mirror, <laughs> like flexing his tricep, like, dang, dude, my shoulders are getting pretty broad, you know? And it's just so freaking awesome to see. And, you know, all my clients, they send me screenshots of their meals, yeah, which yeah. just makes me want to eat cleaner too because they're eating chicken breast and stuff (laughs) and they're like daniel look like what did you eat and i'm like damn all right i'm gonna go get some chicken breast and make it so yeah yeah, it's just it's been enjoyable man and like i think again with any business gonna take time like i agree like there's people who said it like e-commerce probably quicker money yeah in terms of like the pt business man i I love fitness i'm gonna keep doing it for a long time so you might as well exactly figure out how to make the most of it exactly for sure yeah that's dope dude i think for me in the online space that's exactly how i feel when i like i sound like a broken record saying this but i always say my clients motivate me yeah and that's sure. that that feeling that you described with it that's exactly it like when i see someone like squatting like super heavy like 315 for reps and it's like i know they started at like 10 pounds yeah and it's like bro what it's crazy <laughs> yeah and then when they're sharing that to me and i'm having a bad day it's like 
nah, dude, I got to like pick my stuff up and like actually see this through now. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. It's such a good feeling, man. But, um, so for winners collective right now, we've got the new shirt We're rolling in with the podcast. What can our listeners expect like moving forward? Yeah, that's a good question. I think first and foremost, the piece that we're launching, um, I know we've been advertising it for like the last couple months. Um, international trade was a, a freaking nightmare. So yeah. again, we apologize for all the delays. But now that it's here, we're ready to rock and roll. And honestly, super excited to have people rocking our shirt, bro. Because it's been a minute since we it did has. a freaking launch, dude. It, it has. Like full transparency, we started where Winners Collective had collections, but then because of the supply chains and everything, we're like, oh, it might be faster to just do like a single piece. Yeah. And even with that, just like securing one custom piece took half a year, a little over half a year. So that was really, really tough yeah. to just like for us, one, to like wait for that whole thing right. to happen because the design was already done. The tech pack and everything already looks great, but just like waiting for things to get shipped, waiting yeah. for things to come back. Like that was, whoo. Yeah, it's uh, definitely a long battle. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's crazy. Unfortunately, like a lot of that stuff is out of our control. And so anybody who's trying to do clothing, I mean, before you jump in, expect to deal with that because- I promise you right now, you will never have a smooth A to Z process where you have zero hiccups if you're doing <laughs> cut and sew. You you never you, will. You never. Like I, I will be honest with you. Unless actually even even if you have somebody who's living in like Asia or wherever, yeah, yeah. they're still gonna make some mistakes. Right. You know, it's just the way it is. So it really does take a lot of patience and it takes a lot of um, ability to do damage control. I, yeah. I think that's what it is. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. And to double down on that, with that being said, if you secure one of these pieces, this might be like the first and the last drop of this piece, just because of how sheerly difficult it was to yeah. acquire it. So make sure if you want it, you cop a piece ASAP. As soon as you hear this podcast, it's out, it's available. I don't want to sound like too advertising, but yeah. we know that for our older pieces, some people will be like, yo, do you guys have this in stock? And right. it, no, it's a, if it's sold out, it's out. And that's literally because of the supply chains. Yeah. Yeah. And to, you know, I'll go on top of what Jeremy was saying, this piece does mean a lot to us. Yeah. Like I'm just looking at Jeremy wearing it and man, it's, it took a lot of time, but also like we made this during a time period where we were going through a lot in terms of like business struggles yeah. and, you know, revamping winners collective. Yeah. And so, you know, in that sense, like this isn't just any other piece for us, you know, yeah. like it really isn't like, I just, I see you wearing it and I'm like, damn, it took so much time, effort, you know, like arguments, disagreements, you know, ups yeah. and downs to like really get this on our hands. And so, yeah. um, with that being said, I, I truly hope everybody who wanted to get it, wants to get it, they end up purchasing it. Yeah. I mean, let's, let's break it down too. So underdogs, like that's like the big thing on the back of the shirt. Like what does the word underdogs mean to you? Yeah. For me, underdog, I mean, you kind of touched up on it in the beginning, but yeah. it's just anybody who has a story, right? Because I think you brought up a good point. We have podcast guests where they're at now. It looks like they have it all. But it wasn't right. always like that. Right. You know, they had a, a low point for sure. Mm -hmm. And every single guest had that. And that's where we're at right now. Right. Or like, you know, I'm sure you have your low points. I have my low points. But that's kind of like the time period we were dealing with last year and even, you know, going into this year as right. well. And so that's why, you know, originally I was like, man, we got to pinpoint the underdogs because not only is it great for the podcast because we're sharing the underdog story. Yeah. It just gives people hope like you and me, because especially like, for example, Viet's podcast, seeing somebody who's that successful talk about the moments where they literally had nothing. They yeah. were ready to give up. Yeah. And just seeing like the visual imagery of all the struggles they went through. Yeah. And then boom, overnight, not overnight, but like over the course of a few months, things could change drastically. Yeah. You know? And so that's really the main reason why I wanted to use the word underdogs. Um, yeah. and that's what it kind of means to me. Yeah. yeah. So it didn't just pop out of thin air too. And then even to the design. So the cameras aren't probably doing it justice, but it's actually like a washed out, like faded black grayish look. But then 
every single accent, like even up to like the sleeves and stuff, there's like distressed markings there too. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that kind of embodies the journey in itself. Like when yeah. you're actually going through a process, it's not like this clean uh, path, paved road or whatever Like you can just like, you you don't know what that path looks like, the one that you're taking, your journey, whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish. And I feel like when you wear this piece, at least for me, like it kind of embodies that same exact feeling where it's like this rugged thing right. that I put on. And like you said, like almost like a pump cover to where it's like, all right, I'm just here to do work. I'm right. not, I'm trying to stay in my lane. I'm not trying to stand out. Like this is my work shirt. I'm ready to go. Yeah. Battered, but not broken. Right. Exactly. Is that the next word? <laughs> yeah, I don't <laughs> the know. Next slogan. That, yeah. I, as you were talking about it, I just popped into my head and I was like, yeah, yeah. dude, oh, this looks so clear. I kind of want to take extra pieces so I can have one for every day of the week. <laughs> we actually but have limited stock, bro. It so. is limited stock. So we're trying to hold ourselves back from like, taking too many pieces for ourselves but it is pretty nice yeah yeah for sure yeah but on that same note when we're talking about stories and we talk about how people got to different places mm -hmm. so one excerpt out of atomic habits the book mm -hmm. i was reading uh basically breaks down that your habits will actually start compounding okay even though you do one thing at a time it slowly adds up and there's some math behind this but basically it's like if you do this thing every single day and it's like a 1% increase, you're looking at um, a 37% increase by the end of the year. Mm -hmm. Or not 1%, but it was a small number. Small percent, Don't yeah. quote me on the math, but it is 37% <laughs> by the end of the year. Right. But it's if I can give you a physical example, when you think of your workouts and when you think of a transformation, right. like let's say um, you're trying to build muscle or if you're overweight, if you just work on one thing every single day, I feel like that, like a personal trainer would agree with me here too. Yeah. You will see the results eventually. For sure. Right. hundred percent. Yeah. So on that same note, I feel like for us and what we're doing with the whole underdog story and everything, it's like these little efforts that we do now are going to eventually compound. And when we look back at it, maybe like five years from now, mm -hmm. that's a lot of a percent increase. Like yeah. that's going to be amazing to see like, dude, we worked on this. Yeah. We did that. So to bring it back to you, what do you want to work on for in, in yourself? It may not mm -hmm. have to be business. It could just be like a simple habit, but something that you want to see like actually change. Yeah, so for this year, um, it's kind of personal, but I, I wanted to, uh, it just sounds kind of cheesy too, but I wanted to smile more. What? Yeah, that, that's, that's dope. That's, that's, that's like, a, like a small thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I feel like it has such a big impact because if you smile more, it also affects, you know, your mental Literally, space yeah. too, which can also impact how you interact with other people. A hundred percent, yeah. And, you know, so I've kind of made a mental note of that. Yeah. Um, and so I'm just hoping, you know, like you said, the whole compounding thing, little actions like that can lead to uh, other opportunities. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because for example, um, if I were to give you real life example, like, like let's, let's say we go to the gym, right. Or around right. here. And then when you're at the gym, usually you have your music on. Yeah. You have like your uh, stoic face, like your pre-workouts hitting and you're yeah. super amped up. Right. And then if, if that's all you're really doing. You're not really approachable, right? People will probably right. see you be like, okay, he's in the zone, whatever. Right, right. Which is fine if your goal for that day is to have an amazing workout. If that's right. the case, keep doing it. But right. I'm just saying, you know, in like my own personal experience, it was like, okay, I'm in OC now. But I just felt like the networking wasn't as successful as it was when I was in LA. Okay. Right. And so what I mean by that is I moved to downtown and I knew nobody. Right. But then within like a month or two, bro, like I had a lot of people that I met and like genuinely became friends with through the gym. Gotcha. And then I came back to OC and then I just didn't really have that, you know? And for the yeah. longest time I was like, why is that? You know? Uh -huh. like, And then I started to blame everyone but me, you know? I was like, <laughs> maybe it's the people here, you know, maybe <laughs> it's the environment, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I was on, you know, TikTok the other day, or was it Instagram? And then I saw an interesting quote where yeah. somebody said, you should try to, if you're, okay, if you're living in a city, right, and you're not satisfied with where you're at or, you know, how you're doing, uh -huh. maybe it's the problem with how you're framing that city. And so a workaround or a shift for that is, why don't you act like 
you moved to this city, starting brand new, fresh. And what are you going to do if everything was new, right, in your eyes? Like right. you didn't have any um, preconceived notions about the type of people who are living there or the type of lifestyle that you assume people are living there. Like, oh, see, people think, oh, it's relaxed. People aren't really going to be entrepreneurs or people aren't really going to be sociable, okay, right? Okay. But it's like remove all of that, right. right? And literally just treat it as if I were to move to like a completely brand new place. Gotcha. And then how would I approach it like that? Oh. Right? Because I feel like maybe it's these preconceived notions that are really holding me back. Yeah. Because, I, yeah. Yeah. I agree. Like I could be judging people or like judging the environment and saying maybe it's environment's fault when in reality, maybe it's my fault. Maybe it's, yeah. I'm not giving this city a chance or I'm not giving gotcha. these people a chance. And so the whole smiling thing kind of um, tied in with that too. Yeah. And so that's like one thing not related to like career. Yeah. No, dude, that's freaking awesome, man. Like that, like being able to just simply smile and being conscious of that is so powerful. Like in a sense, it's almost like missed opportunities when you're kind of close to yourself and you're not smiling. Like, like be honest, like a hundred percent of the time, 99% of the times, like if you see someone that's not smiling, that person is just not easily approachable. Like you're just sure. not going to want to walk up and say hi as easy Yeah. versus like if you do catch them like straight chasing teeth shining out, like <laughs> it's so easy to be like, Hey, how's yeah. your day and stuff, you know? So I commend you for that, dude. That's awesome, bro. Like the fact that like you feel like that's something you want to change and you realize like it could help you yeah. in a sense. Like that's amazing, dude. Yeah. It's hard though. Cause I feel like I have like RBF bro. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's something I'm going to work on uh, every day. So, yeah. What about you? Hell yeah. Woo. Dude, there's so many things, man. So for one, I want to continue reading more. Yeah. And this is something really cool about reading, actually. So I made it a goal to read 30 minutes every single day. Okay. Right? And one of the main reasons why I didn't like reading in general is because like when, when you look at a book, it's just so long. It's like, yeah. <laughs> and when you see that it's 300 pages, it's like, Oh gosh, it's like 300 when, pages. When do I have time to do this? Yeah. So now I'm forcing myself to make time to do it. And reading a book has become like this physical manifestation of just getting stuff done. Mm. Because like 30 minutes here leads to like 60 pages there. But yeah. then over time, it's like, dude, I finished. The book right. is gone. But that physical representation is basically, it, it goes to everything. Like it goes to fitness. It goes to business. It anything you want to work on. And mm. I like, I love that feeling of actually accomplishing something and right. breaking it down piece by piece. Right. Cause now it's like, when I see that I can finish this 300 page book, it's like, because I started it compounded and in time I was done. Yeah. So now I can look at like business or like my bigger endeavors the same way. As long as I dedicate 30 minutes or maybe even yeah. an hour and I just do it every single day, whatever I don't finish, just let it go and do it again the next day in time I will get it done yeah yeah that's that's huge I think that's very important too because we as people need more hobbies like that and I think that's why we love working out so much right because that's yeah. one avenue where like you said you can put little effort into things every single day yep. and then over a longer period of time you will reap the benefits of the things that you've planted yeah. You know? And so, you know, for books too, like that's a great way to look at it. It's like a couple pages a day equates to an entire book within a few weeks or yeah. a couple of days, you know? Yeah. And so that's huge. And I feel like we need that as people too, because there's to me so many times where we're working on something, but we just feel like there's no progress or no results. Yeah. Yeah. So being able to see that it's literally like a physical representation of a finish line. Yeah. And then let's like, once you actually cross the finish line, there's like this thing that just, at least for me, subconsciously like activates and yeah. lets me know like, dude, I can finish bigger problems. Yeah. I can yeah. finish bigger books. I can, I can finish whatever I put my mind to as long as I put time into it. For sure. Yeah. And then the other thing is like, you're never going to have time. You have to make the time. percent. Like as right now, like religiously, as soon as I wake up, it's, open the book and start reading. I set the timer on my watch and yeah. I'm just going. And that's how, that's the only way I'm getting it done. Yeah. Yeah. So could I ask you what has been, it doesn't have to be the most, but one of the best things you've learned so far from a book that you've read in the last few months Ooh. that you think me and, you know, obviously the listeners could benefit from. There's, there's, there's a lot, but one of the, biggest quotes that like hit home in atomic habits, especially because 
I'm like really guilty of it uh-huh. is the truth about laziness. Okay. And I'm 1000% going to misquote this, but if I remember it and interpret it correctly, summing it all down, most people stay in motion and mm-hmm. make themselves busy so mm-hmm. they don't have to do the thing that they need to do to get it done. They're mm. avoiding their challenges. Right. And by making themselves feel busy, it feels like you're accomplishing something, but right. you're actually just setting the, the bigger task yeah. aside. And mm. Atomic Habits describes that as laziness. Mm. And it's like, okay, it's like when you put that into perspective and you really sit there and think about it, it's like, bro, sometimes I, I will do that. Like I will, yeah. I will find a means to go like, clean my room when it like in <laughs> actuality i just gotta put like one cup away and i'm yeah, done yeah and it's like but the act of cleaning makes me feel busy when in reality i should be scripting and like manifesting like the next youtube right, video or right. something or like making like the next business venture or working on like the next winners collective podcast mm. it's just like the 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 task at hand just feels so big and it just doesn't feel like worth it to work on because i right. feel like i can't finish it mm. where I make myself busy somewhere right. else. Okay. Yeah. That's a good one, man. It's that, that, that is really, I think that was also in a book I read by Malcolm Gladwell, but it was similar in a sense where it's like, sometimes all these to do's that you have are necess- aren't necessarily to do's. They're just distractions that are holding you back from doing the big picture thing. Yeah. And I think that resonates with me too, because for this year, I want to I want to work smarter as well in different channels um, yeah. that I have. Um, obviously, working hard is is great, but if you could work smarter, that's even better. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I think that's a, a really good point, and I definitely needed to hear that for sure. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like even just saying it right now, one, it like helps me embody that, but two, it's like I realize that yeah, there's a lot of things I do to just feel busy yeah. so i feel productive and right, you know right. it's like it's like it's almost like this pride label of like no no no, i'm busy dude I can't hang out with yeah, you or whatever yeah, exactly. right but in reality it's like when you put laziness into the picture and see it that way it's like dang dude i'm really just being lazy like i'm just i'm doing everything i can to avoid the thing that right actually that, propel me forward yeah. you know, whatever it is i want to do okay and yeah so to your point too like I definitely want to work smarter this year and not harder, especially because as we're getting older, it's like you just don't have that much in the tank anymore. Right. Like in like a like an overcharged battery on an iPhone or something. You know, like <laughs> yeah. if you look at your iPhone right now and you go into the settings and you've had it for a while, you'll see like the max charging capacity has right. dropped. Like that yeah. is inevitable. And like for us as human beings, I feel like it's the same way too. Like when you're from like ages, when you're from age 13 to 18 you're you're invincible like that yeah. thing does not go down you're at the peak every single day if mm-hmm. you take an injury you recover like overnight like yeah. literally but as you get older man if you like step the wrong way or something and your ankle twists like yeah, it's, you're GG. out for like three weeks and then that drains your energy <laughs> that is true your max capacity just absolutely drops and diminishes and it's the same thing with um a lot of the things you do now another thing i learned was like um being drained on decision making. Mm, so okay. basically, uh, what the what this book said, totally different book, was you make about thirty five thousand different choices a day. Okay. So if you Damn. if you think about that, like that's already hard. Like I mean, a lot. when you're when you're looking at me right now and you're figuring what to say next, yeah. that's already a decision. Right, so you're right. making a lot of decisions in this hour. That's yeah. what the podcast that, that makes it hard, but that <laughs> makes it entertaining, right? Yeah. But on that same note, it's like if you have to make 35,000 big decisions every single day, that becomes draining and it takes away from your energy. And all of a Mm. sudden, like the next thing doesn't feel as good as like the previous thing at hand. So for example, like let's say you have a big corporate meeting, C-level like executives all over the place. You're doing big meetings like right there, decisions, decisions, Mm -hmm. decisions. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden you have another meeting followed up in like 20 minutes. There's no time to recalibrate, no time to think like, you know, physically, mentally, like you're not at your peak anymore. You're dropping. And then if you have to do another thing right after that, like it's dropping for sure. And if you want to stay at your peak, like what I've come to realize is like, you have to figure out how to automate some of these bigger decisions Mm -hmm. to where, it, it just happens and you don't have to decide anymore. Right, so right. So for me, it's like 
if I can automate my smaller ones as well, that will save more decision-making energy for those bigger ones. Mm, So now it's like, I kind of like almost like unconsciously like make the bed like when I wake up. Right, right. Like I'm starting to almost unconsciously open a book and start reading as, as when I wake up. And it's like the faster I can do those things, the easier, the more energy I'll have to like make these bigger decisions. But that's something that I've just been like playing around with, working on too. Cause again, like you said, I want to work smarter this year and not Mm -hmm. harder. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, I completely agree with everything you said right there. Hell yeah. I I, I don't want to go on a rant, but I was like, this just feels so important to me. And I know like there might be someone else out there that's like in the same boat where it's just like, it's so draining to like do all of these things. And it's like, how does like someone like say Elon Musk, like make all these decisions and just go. And like, it feels like he just crushes it every single day, you know? Yeah. Delegation for sure. Cause I think Joe Rogan asked him, he was like, bro, like what goes on like in your head? You know, isn't there like millions of things? And he's like, dude, there's like, so many things going on in his head and then he, I, I don't remember exactly i have to rewatch it but i remember joe was like so like what's your schedule is like completely like crazy and then i think he was like it's not that bad and then joe was like what really <laughs> and so i mean i would imagine someone like him it wouldn't make sense for him to use all his resources on every little thing you know because yeah. it's like even when i was working at corporation right yeah it's like the executives who are like the gms they don't spend their time on like everyday tasks at all yeah they just focus on what they're good at which is like the big bigger picture right Right, high level and so you know to get there of course you got to put in some some work to get to that level but yeah i mean i think that's another example of something like that for sure yeah i that's just like another habit like i want to work on and continue going but this is crazy it reads once has all this like advice and like things he's learned yeah um another book i started reading was called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Mm. Have you seen that one? Yeah. Yeah. It's by Guy Kawasaki. Is that the one? Uh, Robert, I believe. Robert. Yeah. What's the one by Guy Kawasaki again? Or maybe it is. I don't know. But the last name's... <laughs> Dude, we're butchering all these books so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Maybe I'm thinking about somebody else, but I'm going to check it right after this podcast. Yeah. But ultimately, too, like reading this book made me realize like, the stuff I'm doing right now has got me curating more, um, what's the word, more of a job than rather like assets. So now mm-hmm. it's like, all right, what can I do that will potentially actually build up an asset? And then eventually like this could become generational wealth where I can right. pass it on over. Right, Cause like, right. for example, the fitness business where it's at right now, it's like, if I were to pass this to like my kid, like maybe my kid doesn't enjoy fitness and doesn't want to do this at all. Yeah. So it's like, how do I, build it to that point where it is like say like a peloton or something right right yeah for sure yeah damn that's crazy a lot of books and a lot of inspiration huh (laughs) dude i don't know dude i'm I'm on a reading spree right now and it's just been awesome but i'm like grateful we have this medium too where i can actually like share the stuff i'm learning for sure and i hope it benefits you the listeners and if you guys have suggestions on things you want us to like talk about like in terms of like books or business breakdowns like for example like how to build a clothing company and stuff like we'd love to just like yeah hash that out and just like give you our take and stances too for sure yeah whatever insight we could provide i would be happy to provide it you know like there's no no secrets no holding back whatever whatever you need yeah again this is our opinions. We're not like professionals, right, we're not financial yeah. advisors and stuff. Like yeah. we, we, we would literally tell you like, this is what we think you should do, but you can take that with a grain of salt and figure yeah. it out. I mean, for, for yeah, like I'm not saying I'm going to give you advice on how to, <laughs> you know, like do something specific, but if it's like anything that we have experience doing, yeah, I'm happy to share. I mean, even on a podcast, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so few final notes before we wrap up. Is there anything like, you want to like touch base on and stuff too. Mm. Honestly, we touched base on all the the points I that know. I had. Hell yeah. But so I think I'm good on my end, but what about you? Um, I think we, so you, you talked about family. Yeah. That's absolutely amazing. Dude, I'm so happy for you, dude. Like yeah, when you, when, when Daniel texted me and he was like, bro, I have a sister now. I yeah. was like, what the fuck do you mean? Yeah. I got, I, got, I can ask her for advice now. <laughs> like yeah. Different things. yeah. That's absolutely amazing, dude. Like the fact that we, we got to hear about your family, the fact that, um, right now you're, it's, it feels, and it sounds like you're in a much better place in terms of like doing work you actually love yeah. and everything. And, uh, being in touch with like your hobbies too, like fitness, like that's yeah. amazing. You're actually able to revolve everything around it. Like 
I am just genuinely happy for you, dude. And right. I feel like a lot of that kind of actually stemmed from just our conversations over the podcast. Like yeah. remember the first time when we were like, dude, we should get into TikTok and see like what this <laughs> yeah. thing will like do for us or yo, we should try this and like, let's make it a goal to do that. Like for sure. All those things started just like what Atomic Habits said, started compounding and yeah. now it's kind of led us like into this direction. No, that's so funny because I don't remember what episode it was, but it was so, dude, it might be like episode three, three right? Yeah. yeah. Where you were like, so what are you going to do, Daniel? And I was like, I will post once a week, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and so to, to get to here, it's, it's very interesting, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm really happy that I was able to pursue this, um, you know, new fitness outlet. Yeah. But of course, like with everything else, it's, it's going to take time grind, yeah. you know, like for, for me, like there's a lot of obstacles now, right? It's, yeah. I got the, the name, you know, the branding, the logo and everything, but now it's like, okay, how can I get clients? Right. You know, right. How can I get uh consistency right. in terms of, um, you know, clients or potential leads. And then after that, it goes into what we talked about where it's like, okay, how can I automate certain things now to yeah. make it less work on me? Yeah. Cause uh, you know, I don't want to spend every single day doing like PT, not because I don't like it, but because I have to also do the podcast, you know, and I also right. have to do the winner's collective. And so, um, I think getting off the ground is the hard part, but then also it's starting it and then maintaining it and then growing it to a point where, yeah. you know, you could, uh, kind of take a step back and just see yeah. what you've built. You Agreed. Know? Yeah. So, to end the podcast, I think we should set some goals right now, especially because it's the start of the year. Yeah. And we'll, we'll just put it out there. Like whatever you want to say, whatever you want to do, hmm. like what goals do you have? Maybe like up to three, you, if you only have one, cool. But like, what do you want to just manifest and put out there right now so our listeners can hear it and then we can keep ourselves accountable for it too. Okay. Three smart goals, right? Specific, measurable, attainable. Uh, what's R? Mm. <laughs> I don't even and know. Timely, and timely. R, R, I forget R. But um, first one, I said it before, but podcast, I would like to hit 500 active listeners. That's the one goal I, I really <laughs> want to hit for the 8020 series. Um, second one, I would like to hit 5,000 followers on TikTok. What do you got right now? Uh, fuck, I don't, I don't know. I think I'm at like 37. Oh, I was like, you're at 37? 3,700. 3,700. Okay. Hell yeah. Which is kind of funny because I would have never made that a goal if you would have asked me last year. You know, like I would never have said, my goal is to have this many followers on TikTok. You know, that's so funny. Um, Yeah. And then third thing is I would like to, for, oh, shit. Those are my two off the top of my head. Um, but that's cool. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no pressure for you. Yeah. Um, for me, goal number one is with the podcast for sure. Like, I want to yeah. be able to generate uh, some type of consistent income. Right. So we have one ad read right now, which yeah. is absolutely amazing. I'll just give you guys the numbers. It's fifteen dollars CPM. So that means if this is the same thing as YouTube, it's like per thousand views. You get 15 bucks. I, I don't know. But anyways, yeah, I, I think no like idea. we made like <laughs> we made like five something dollars, <laughs> which like for us to think about is like, wow, you guys are here listening to our show and we're able to give you content that is what other like educational or entertaining. Like we're so grateful to have you just tuning into us. Yeah. Now it's like there's like this monetary thing behind it. It's like I would love to get it to a hundred dollars per month just like general income we'll share that with you guys too so if you want to yeah. see like what a podcast can actually do financially by the end of the day these are just numbers and we really just enjoy like actually setting up and sharing stories with you guys like that's yeah. where, it's, where it's all at these are just like this is the icing on the cake to be yeah. honest yeah actually i like that goal for the podcast because mine was more about the viewer numbers but then i think you bring a good point it's like we should make it a goal to try to make some consistent, you know, money. Yeah. From yeah. It. yeah. It's like, by the end of the day, it's like the cold, hard truth. Like right. money makes the world go round. And if you don't have money, it's yeah. like, and we, we've spent a lot of time on this, bro. So yeah. I don't think that's an unfair ask at all. Like, <laughs> I think that's a good, 
good goal to have it's now. It's a good goal. We're going like, to figure it out. Yeah, no more, no more like just going with the flow and saying, yeah, let's just do it now. But like, let's say, let's do it to make some money and get some, Hell you know, yeah. some positive feedback back from, you know, others or ad, ads, businesses, whatever. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, for me, goal number two is I want to spend more time creating projects I enjoy mm-hmm. on the social media platform specifically, I guess that would be goal number three, but first creating more content I enjoy. Yeah. And I think I'm doing an okay job at that now. It's just like nailing down like my medium, my storytelling stuff. Cause it's like at one point companies were hiring me to actually like produce commercials for them. And I'm looking at my work now and it's like, bro, probably no one would ever do that. Cause you don't see like what I was able to do in the past. And that's just because uh, that, that creative juice just kind of dried up and I was not motivated to do that. Right. And I want to get back into like that storytelling thing. Got it. So goal number two, make more content that I actually enjoy. And I feel like that's going to give me so much sanity back. Too. Yeah. Instead I support of that. Yeah. Instead of like, you know, like trying to keep up with like a, a trend or something. Right. Like when people are doing like the infinity light thing, <laughs> and just like it went from TikTok to yeah. like all those platforms. I was like, bullshit (laughs) but um goal number three same thing with the platforms like for my entire creator career if you will it was only on instagram yeah so now that instagram has decided to take a very interesting turn into like its algorithm into its home feeds and like i literally don't even see my friend's stuff anymore Mm -hmm. and all of these years while doing content like i've never like went in as hard as I did for Instagram to YouTube and TikTok. So right. now I want to like diversify my content portfolio, yeah, if yeah. you will. For sure. But I I think like by doing that, I'm going to actually start enjoying the other platforms more because there's a different medium and there's a different way to tell stories on all of those other platforms. Right. So goal number three is to diversify that portfolio and just explore like the different platforms and what they have to offer. Okay. Nice, dude. Those are three solid goals. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's going to be the time for this podcast. And honestly, I'm so glad we're doing this again. It took us a second to kind of like juggle the podcast muscles. Like, yeah. It's like, imagine you stopped working out for a whole month and you jump back into the gym and you're expecting to go full throttle. And yeah, it's, yeah. it's kind of the same way. It's like, dude, what do we do again? How do we like position these things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it felt fluid, man. It felt it was good. good. Yeah. yeah. I'm so back. To, I'm so glad to be back doing this, man. For sure. Me too. And to uh, many more now since yeah. we are uh, officially back. Yeah. So stay tuned for the next podcast. Look out for some guests. We can't promise any immediate ones because of Omicron and all this other stuff, but we're doing <laughs> our best. Honestly, yeah. guys, we're doing our best to secure a guest and for our safety and hopefully our guests as well. For sure. We got to play all our cards right to make sure it's a safe environment. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, guys, I think that's going to be it for this one. Until next time. I'll see you in the next one. Peace. Later.